Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. All right, so let's go. And you're, uh, where did you learn? Uh, you wrote the book. And what gave you, you must have reached a period of where you were past that, you had overcome it to where you were, felt like you were uh, enough on the other side to be yeah. able to write a book. Oh, yeah. It was scary, though, because my parents didn't know about cutting. And so they didn't know up even all up to, to the, they didn't know, they didn't know, man. And so here I am, this book came out in, I think, 2009. You're the youth pastor. I'm the youth pastor. Nobody knew, nobody knew only my wife. And so I feel, I feel like I get the knock on the door of my heart that says, you got to write this book. 2010, Uh, you know, you got to write this book. And I'm like, heck no, I'm not writing that book. Yeah. And, and here's what I felt, Larry, again, not to be crazy, mysterious or anything, but I felt, I felt like in my heart, God was saying, you don't have to write that book, but if you don't write it, you'll miss out on a big blessing. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, that, that sucks. I'm like that, you know, now I have to do it. Yeah. So, so then I wrote it and honestly, that's the book that put my brand, my business, me on the map. Yeah. And I'm not saying, ooh, I became a household name. But what I am saying is I broke free from all those secrets and lies. Yeah. Now, now nobody could say to me, oh, we know the real truth about you. I had already told the world. Yeah. And that's when my writing took off, my business took off. I started believing in myself. Hey, what, book, what number book was that? That was book number four. Number four. I had to go through three books where I was being safe and hiding. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, now, when you open that up, uh, now you've had 20 years in the publishing industry. Yeah. After 12 years of ministry. And yep. uh, uh, so, you know, your foundational center, because the thing in, in our pastor situation, you're talking with people, you're exchanging ideas, you're encouraging, you're seeing if they respond to it, you're planning yeah. ideas, basically, that hopefully will take, if they're the right stuff, it'll take root and people will, you know, be able to progress forward in their life. So you're getting, you know, it's teacher learning situation mm-hmm. that teacher learns. And so you're learning on a, an accelerated pace in that uh, environment, because I'm sure you're learning all the insights you're getting yourself. Yeah. Passing it on. And yeah. so now uh, you get out of the, you, you're writing books, but you, you, it wasn't good enough to, you, you wanted to be able to do it with full focus. I wanted to do it full time. And, and yeah. so now I could finally, um, now I could leave the pastorate. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that that's what I wanted to do all along, believe it or not. It's yeah. not that I hated being a pastor, but I knew it was limiting. Yeah. You know? And so finally, by telling the truth, that was the key that opened the door. Yeah. And I'm not saying it was, ooh, overnight. I didn't leave the pastorate for two years after that. But the, the process started. I mean, I literally went on TV, yeah. and shared my story. I went on podcast. That had to be, that had to be something. 
You know, I'll tell you what, and this is for all the parents listening here. Here's because this is really important. Before I set this out into the world, I wrote it. And then before it was published, I went. Now you're to holding the, you're holding the book, your secret name. Yeah, your secret name. I went to my parents and I said, hey, mom and dad, listen, I respect you guys. I know you have the best for me, but I'm going to share my story and you don't know my story. And before I send this into the world, I want you to read it and I respect you. I'm not going to change it, but I just want you to know first before anybody else. I'll tell you what, Larry, it was not a good thing. <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell, I, I tell people that, but I got to tell them the full story. The, 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 the short story is my dad felt guilty. What did I do wrong? How did we miss this? Yeah. What's our, you know, why did we miss my this whole ministry has been a lie? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, like that type of thing. So they looked at like what their problem was. Right. Yeah. And I, and I said, look guys, you didn't, this wasn't you. This was me. This was, I should have told you, but here's the cool final conclusion of that story. A few years later, they're at my book signing event and I'm sharing my story to young people. And afterwards, young person after young person came up you know, to meet the speaker. And they said, thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh, I struggle with this. Your story gave me courage. Your story helped me. And then my parents were like, ah, got it. Light bulb. Yeah. And now Larry, get this. Now they actually run the bookstore tables at my events. They, they love the people they come to the events. So that's what I'm talking about. Like you got to know the end of the story. And it takes a while to, you know, while you're going through the hours that turn into days, that turn into mm. weeks, that turn into years, and that's like year one. Yeah. You know, some of these things happen three years later. It's it true. These things happen. You know, bad and good can seem excruciating to go through. I remember, yeah. I remember when uh, we had rocket ship growth in. Uh, a financial services business in North Carolina for a period of time. We went from nothing to where we recruited 25,000 people in three years. Oh my gosh. But here's, you know, it sounds fantastic after it was all over. Yeah. But I stayed madder than fire most of the time, every yeah. day, because what, when things you get a sale, a recruit, a success, you have the potential for eight to 10 more. Because, mm. you know what I'm saying? There's so many people drop the ball, so many people who are, you know, had great momentum and they, uh, uh, when you have width, you have lots of people, armies going in spite of it all, you know, the overall number looks fantastic, you know? But what, yeah. I, what I was noticing is all these people, I knew their individual stories and I'd stay, I would stay frustrated with them. It just seemed like it was, even in what what dawned on me was even in rocket ship positive growth, it seemed excruciatingly slow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to tell the story and look back and be like, yeah, like just like you're saying, this yeah. happened and that happened. But you're right. There's those dark night of the souls where you're like, am I crazy? What am I thinking? Did I make the right choice? You don't know in the moment. Yeah. That's where that hardening, that toughening comes up. That 
gives you the authenticity. When you, you say the words, you get up in front of people, you give them answers, things like that. Because people can't spot, and kids, uh, as good as anybody, can spot phonies. Yes. And they can hear the phoniness. You know, they can hear it if it's 10, you know, like yes. four or five sentences are authentic, but that one is wrong. You know, they hear yeah. it just like, like, like it says in uh, Corinthians, the clanging bell. Oh, know, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not doing it with love. You're not doing it with yes. genuineness. It's like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> That's, That's true. It's something <laughs> like we say, something sounds off. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, so you got off, but now you, you know, you opened up, you had no idea where this was going to origami. I like the idea of origami. Oh, I like that. Coming out, uh, like the unfolding the butterflies, yeah. where you now have impacted 250,000 authors. It's crazy. Influencers, and uh, all with your struggles and everything that created lessons. Yeah. And allow you to put things in place that could help other people. There's really no shortcut to going through that process, is there? You know, there's a good story. People have probably heard about it, but it's it's a story about a man who finds a butterfly. And he is walking in the woods. He sees a, 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 a caterpillar. And that caterpillar is breaking out of the cocoon and he sees it and it's kind of like half butterfly half caterpillar and you know he he's like oh my gosh i'm gonna help this thing out i feel so bad it's struggling so he goes home and he cuts the cocoon and allows the the pseudo butterfly to get out right and he's like oh my gosh this is great and what happens the butterfly never flies yeah because it didn't use its strength of the wings to push the fluid to push through the cocoon right. to fly yeah and that's the truth that's us we are this cocoon we're in this caterpillar phase we're trying to break free and we think oh my gosh god just get me out of the pain just yeah. get me out yeah and what what's really happening and people use you know the universe and all this language and i you know i i just say god's got a plan and God is actually using the pain to transform you. Yeah. And you, here's what would have happened, Larry, you know, cause I was, I did struggle with suicidal thoughts. I was always scared to do, to commit suicide because I felt like, you know what? I'll go to heaven, but God will, God will say, you're here early. Yeah. And then he'll say, look at all I had planned for you. Right. And that's yeah. honest. That's the only reason I didn't, commit suicide because i thought i know there's something bigger yeah yeah i'll have to say that i had the thought in fact i had years where i had during the early years where i would have a recurring dream of driving to work and it was like a 12-story building and i'd see a figure hanging by a noose out the window are you serious yeah out the window from roughly where our offices were hanging out just you know noose and I'd say, well, what is that? Get my tin and drive close. And it happened every time. I said, oh, that's me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. It is. It's funny that every time I dream that dream, when I, it first happened, it happened the same way. I had no idea who it was until, you know, it got close. I could see it was just repeated over and over. But I might have had that dream. I might have had that thought. There's no chance to be ever commit suicide because I didn't have the guts. 
<laughs> exactly. It's exactly. like that, that's that's not an option that's on the table. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to have to go through this. And so, uh, and may, maybe somebody's listening to the show right now because listen, our 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 suicide rates are up. Our our world, yeah. you know. But maybe they can hear your words, my words, and say, yeah, you know, there is another bigger plan for my life. Yeah, the guy that uh, started our company used to say at some of our manager meetings, you know, in your locker room talks, he said, he said, your breakthrough will come after the second time you seriously consider suicide, but then you don't do it. Wow. <laughs> Usually it's after the second time, second time. you're really been thinking about it and oh then it comes, you know, but yeah. you got you got to live through these things. Uh, or some of us have to live through that because yeah. we question yourself. Yeah. And so how did now that you, you, you want to write books, you're out on your own. How do you find, how did you find your way up the ladder to where you can start a publishing company and you can start all of these things? Yeah. In the beginning, you're self-focused. And I was, I was thinking it's about my books, my legacy, my readers, me, 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 me. That's how you start a lot of times in business, unfortunately. And then you realize, you know what? You're not going to make much of an impact uh, that way. And I wrote another book called Show Up, Filled Up, where it basically says, stop going into every relationship empty. Stop, uh -huh. stop needing other people. You show up filled up. You bring the value. And that's what shifted, Larry. I, I had to fail a lot. I was the kid who went to the networking event and then said, here's my business card. Let me know if I can help you. You know, and that wasn't leading with value. Right. Um, just today, you know, I was on a call with a huge influencer. And why? Because I, I saw yesterday that she had a pre-release book come out and it's not optimized the right way on Amazon. Oh. So she actually is losing sales. And so I sent a very cool short video on Loom, L-O-O-M. I highly recommend it. It's a great little tool. And I said, hey, your book, it looks amazing. Here's what you did so well. Your title, your subtitle, your description, blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what? I know you want to reach a lot of people. Here's what you're missing. Boom, boom, boom. I said, if you wanted me to help, hop on a call. Love to help you. Now, I know this person, not, I never met her, met her, but this person is a giver. Yeah. This person is known in the industry as somebody who's like always giving, always giving. And guess what? I know those type of people. So I got on, I got on the call with her and I said, listen, here's how I want to help you. And I said, and there's no charge. And her jaw dropped. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, listen, you don't know this, but you helped me this way and this way and this way. I know we're just meeting, but over the years, you've helped me and I want to give back. And right away, she's like, oh, you don't even know how I'm going to make this up to you. I'm going to so make this up to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm right. like, I got you. I got you. That's what I'm talking about, Larry. The right. old Carrie would have been like, you know, hey, yeah. I'll help you, but you know, here's the proposal and this. And again, I can't do free for everybody. Right. But I know that for this person, I have gained value over the years. Yeah. 
So that's an example. Now, what will that do in six months, Larry? I'm not even making this up. That will turn into over a million dollars in business. She will be so blown away that our team helped her. She will tell that person and that person and that person and that person, you need to work with Carrie. Yeah. I I just know it. I mean, that's how we don't run. I used to run $50,000 of ads in Facebook every month on repeat. And I'm not, I'm not even a huge business. I stopped doing that a few years ago because the referrals are just coming in because if you do good work, you show up filled up and you over deliver and you do what you say and you say what you do, you'll, you'll get around, man. Your words will get around. Thanks for listening to the million dollar mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealanwinning.com. Thanks for listening.